Hey guys, welcome back to my podcast. This is your host, Miss Alice Inspires, and you are tuning into Christian Millennials Chat. You don't have to be rich to achieve your potential. I stand here knowing that my story is part of the larger American story, that I owe a debt to all of those who came before me, and that in no other country on earth is my story even possible. Possible. Hey guys, welcome back to a new episode of Christian Millennials Chat. I know it has been forever. Please do not yell at me. Y'all know how I am. If God doesn't speak, Alice isn't speaking. So um, it has been a while, but the Lord has just been putting something on my heart and I felt the need to come on here and share it um, because I have spoken to so many of you. If you guys are on Clubhouse, please make sure that you are following Christian Millennials Chat because we are having some really good dialogue on there. Um, But I have spoken to so many people on Instagram and on Clubhouse, and there seems to be this reoccurring theme. And over the last couple of weeks, the Lord has been dealing with me about witchcraft and how it has entered the church. And we don't even realize it because we're being manipulated. And so he has had me, and y'all pray for me as I'm doing this podcast because I may start to cry because as a prophet, sometimes my heart is heavy because the reality of it is, is as a prophet, we are to speak what the Lord says. And so there has been a spirit of manipulation that has been released into the church and we don't even see it because our eyes have been so closed because we are not seeking the father, but we're seeking leadership. And I do believe in leadership. I do believe in submitting, but you have to discern that you are submitting to the right person. And so the spirit of manipulation has run rampant within the church. And as young people, I believe in this season, we're learning that and we're seeing that and we're calling it for what it is. And so um, I want this this podcast to serve as encouragement for some, but also open the eyes of others. And so I'm going to pray because this is heavy, y'all. And so, Father God, I thank you for this time. I thank you for this podcast. I thank you for every person that will listen to it. I thank you for every person under the sound of my voice. God, I pray that you would speak to us what we need to hear and that you would have your way. In Jesus' name, amen. So the spirit of manipulation. What does manipulation mean? To manipulate is to negotiate, control, or influence for one's own advantage. And so there have been some of us who do not even realize that some of the things that we're entangled in, some of the ministries that we are entangled in, some of the mentorships that we are entangled in are literally there to try to have um, control or influence. And Alice, what do you mean by control or influence? Control is the power to influence or direct people's behavior of the course of events. And there were so many, and y'all... Um, If you know a little bit of my testimony, I actually was in a church where that spirit ran rampant. And I believe in submitting to leadership. I'm going to continue to say that because the Bible says to, but it says to submit to godly leadership. And the reality of it is, is that if you are not hearing from God, who are you hearing from? And why would I submit to you if I don't know that you're hearing from my father? And so some of us have to check just because people name the name of Christ, the Bible tells us does not mean that they know God. And if they do know God, what God do they know? Is it the one that you serve? 
because there are a lot of people serving the universe and that's their God. There are a lot of people serving Allah and that's their God. There are a lot of people serving themselves and they are their own gods. And so the reality of it is, is we need to be in this season discerning to know who you really are serving. And so as, as I want to say this correctly, as followers, because that's what we are when we do go to churches, as members of churches, we have to make sure whoever is discipling us is ultimately they have the Holy Spirit and they are equipped enough to be able to disciple and carry and cover what we have. And so manipulation is a technique used by individuals in abusive churches um, who want to control individuals to acquire gain. And so there are some ministries where they see who you are, they see what you possess. And so they see that and they want to be able to control it because they know where God is taking you in the future. And you have to be very careful. You have to be very discerning because people do not realize anybody, listen, light can be seen in any arena. What am I saying to you? Because you carry an anointing, because you carry a grace, because you are the light of this world, the enemy can even see that. And so you have to decipher, God, who placed them in my life? Did you place that person there? And this isn't just for leadership. This is relationships because what we don't realize is even in relationships, there can be a spirit of manipulation. And so we have to be very, very careful. In every aspect of our lives, there can be a spirit of manipulation that is released because it's a great tactic that the enemy uses to keep people bound. It's a tactic that he uses to keep people in a circle where they continue to deal with stuff. And sometimes it'll go from person to person in person until you deal with that spirit and you tell that spirit that it does not have right nor dominion or access to your life. And so some of us have to figure out because we need to be gatekeepers of our lives and we have not been, how are these spirits getting in? Why are we allowing them to get in? And what are you going to do about it? Well, what do you want me to do about it, Alice? I want you to pray. This is why it's so important. This is why Jesus prayed so much. And the problem with us as millennials is that because we have not been taught what prayer truly is, we just, we look at people and we're just like, oh, they're Christians, so they're good. No, 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 no. You better discern the spirit that people operate out of. Because if we do not discern what spirit people operate out of, we will find ourselves in some mess that God didn't put us in. We will find ourselves in some relationships that God didn't put us in. We will find ourselves in churches that God didn't put us in. We'll find ourselves in friendships that God didn't put us in. We'll find ourselves in mentorships that God didn't put us in. And he's just looking at us like, well, you chose that for yourself. I saw what spirit they carried and had you sought my face, you would have seen it too. But because we allow ourselves to have blinders on, sometimes we cannot see. And so I want to encourage you all to pray. Because the reality of it is, is that if you're not praying, the enemy is P-R-E-Y, praying on you. And he will try to get you into some things and wrap you up to the point where he has got you and now you can't see your way out. But I've come today, I'm telling y'all this thing has been so much on my heart. I've come today to to, to do this podcast because we are going to be free. And so um, how do you see some of the signs? One of the biggest signs for me when I was in a church, and I'm just going to speak off of my experience, and this is not to offend anybody, but when I was in a church that was dealing with this spirit, is they would pick and choose what scriptures to use in order to support their ideology of what they were trying to say. 
And so they would use scripture to, to keep people in line. And the reality of it is, is that the Bible is used so that we can be cor corrected and rebuked. But it's something about when we start um, going on the pulpit and we decide that we want to bully people because we want them to live the life that we want them to. No, that's manipulation and it's witchcraft. Because if you're not pointing people to live the life that Jesus Christ wants for them, but what your personal um, feelings or, or ideology towards what you think their life should look like, that becomes your will over God's. And that is witchcraft. That is manipulation. And if you're a leader who is listening to this, you have to be careful. You cannot continue to try to put your beliefs in what you think the Bible is saying on the people of God. No, we are to ask the Holy Spirit to interpret the word of God the way that it has been written so that we can speak truth. And that is what sets people free. Because a lot of times we look in the church and we're like, well, why are people so bound? Why has somebody been going to my church for seven to 10 years? Why is my family still stuck in this spirit? Why is my family going through X, Y, and Z? Well, it's because you're operating out of spirits that God told you that you're not supposed to operate out of because you're not operating in the spirit of truth, but manipulation. And so we got to get back to the word of God, the undiluted, the unfiltered word of God. The word of God that we're not trying to pimp so that we can make money off of it. No, the real word of God. Not the word of God that we offer up to people so that they can give up money. No, the real word of God. Not the word of God we give so people will live a lifestyle we want them to. No, the real word of God. Because the reality of it is, the real reality of it is, is that the gospel works on its own. The reality of it is, is that the gospel works on its own. Oh, Jesus doesn't need your help. He wrote that word and it's enough to change anybody's life. All you have to do is preach the real gospel. And that is my encouragement. We have to get off of trying to preach our own ideologies and our own thoughts and our own emotions. Even today, I call that out church. We cannot preach out of an emotional state. We cannot preach based off of what we are going through in our own lives. We have to realize that Jesus is coming back. And I told y'all I'm going to say that on this podcast every time I get a chance to. Jesus is coming back and we have to preach the real gospel. And so we're going to get into some scripture. Because the Lord laid some of these scriptures on my heart and I really wanted to share them with you all. And one of them was Matthew 7, 15. And it says, beware of false prophets who come to you in sheep's clothing, but inwardly are ravenous wolves. Y'all, we got to be careful. We have to be careful. The Bible told us that there are false prophets who come to you. What does that mean? They're coming the Bible is not a liar. They're coming in sheep's clothing. They're coming in the name of their prophet. They're coming in the name of their pastor. They're coming in speaking these tongues. They're coming in doing all of this stuff that looks, what does the Bible say? The form of godliness. But inwardly, what is their heart? What comes out of their mouth? Because the reality of it is, is that if we listen to what comes out of people's mouth, we would then be able to really see who they truly are. But because we look at the appearance of people, we're not understanding what God is trying to say to us and what he's trying to show us. And so then we're going to go into 1 Timothy 4, 1 that says, Now the Spirit expressly says that in later times, some will depart from the faith by devoting themselves to deceitful spirits and teaching of demons. They'll do what? They'll depart. 
So it means they came into the faith, but they decided to leave it for their own agenda. They came into the faith. So they know the word of God. They come into the faith, so they may be pastors. They've come into the faith, so they may be apostles. They've come into the faith, so they may have mega churches. They have come into the faith, but then they decide to depart by devoting themselves to giving their lives over to deceitful spirits and teachings of demons. And teachings of demons. So some people are teaching stuff. And they're teaching of demons. And we're sitting here and we're not aware of this stuff because it's not being taught because we're not reading our Bibles. And let me say this to you. It is important in this season that we are in because whether you like it or not, I told y'all earlier, Jesus is coming back. So we got to start reading our Bibles for ourselves. We've got to start asking the Holy Spirit to equip us and sharpen us and give us spiritual intellect to be able to understand and decipher what the word of God is saying for ourselves. My father growing up would always repeat, repeat the scripture to me that says study to show yourself approved. And as an adult now, I am so appreciative of why he said that. Because the reality of it is, is that if you study, no man can con you out of what you already know. But there are so many pastors conning us because we've never read, read the manual for ourselves. We've sat back and we let them read it and not even realizing that they're illiterate. How can you understand something that you don't want to serve? You can't. And so we've got to understand We have to understand what times we're living in. Millennials, wake up. That's all the Lord has been saying to me over the past two weeks is wake up, wake up, wake up. There are people in pulpits I didn't assign to go there. There are occult worshipers in pulpits, but they're formed as pastors, but we don't see it because we're not discerning. There are prophets who are opening up their mouth and saying, thus saith the Lord and the Lord has never spoken to them, but they operate out of the demonic. So they're accurate, but we don't understand it. We don't see it. Why? Because the reality of it is, let me go here. We don't check the fruit. What does their fruit look like? And so I'm going to go here. Romans 16, 18 says for such persons do not serve our Lord Christ but their own appetite and by smooth talk and flattery, they deceive the hearts of the naive. And that's our problem is that we have gotten so good at wanting to hear a smooth talker, not only in relationships, but in the church. We want to hear Jesus. We want to hear flattering words. We want to hear a good sermon. We want to hear something that's going to make us feel like, yes, God, that's mine. I claim it. I believe it. And we don't want to hear the real truth. And so we get deceived. We get deceived y'all because we're naive. Y'all know that naive friend that you have that every joker can sleep with her because she's naive? Yeah, that's how we are in the spirit realm. Every pastor can take advantage of us because we are naive. We're not checking things out. And God is saying, I got to get you, I got to get you to a point where you start to sharpen yourself in the spirit. I need you to get to a point where you start to listen to my word. I need you to start understanding who I am because I'm trying to show you something. Wake up. Wake up. 
No longer are you going to just wait to be fed by your pastor. Wake up. Wake up. No longer are you going to wait till they start a prayer call. Wake up. No longer are you going to wait till they start a clubhouse room. Wake up. Wake up. Because I'm trying to show you something. What do you mean, Alice? One of the verses that has been quoted again and again and again, and sometimes we don't really understand it, is Matthew 7, 22. And it says, many, not some, not a few, many, 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 many will say to me on that day, Lord, Lord, what does that mean? Many pastors, many prophets, many apostles, many bishops, many elders, many followers, many members, many. Y'all, we got to make sure that we are in the number that are not in the many, but we are in the few. I tell about Saya. I don't want to be in the many, y'all. That's why I got to clean my life up because I can't afford to be in the many. Because it says he'll say to me on that day, Lord, Lord, did we not prophesy in your name? So we thought we were serving you, Lord. We called you, Lord. We called you, Master. We worshiped you on a Sunday. We said, have your way in our lives, God. We were speaking in tongues. We were looking at the people and laying and casting out demons. It says we were prophesying in your name. So I told this one what I thought you said because I was operating out of a demonic system. And so I was able to prophesy accurately, but I thought it was in your name. And he says, in your name, I drive out demons and in your name, perform miracles. Why? Because the reality of it is something that we don't really realize is that the gifts come without repentance. And so you can be gifted and used, but does not mean that you are in right standing and upright standing with God. And so I, I listen, I don't want to be on this earth and God uses all my gifts and I get to heaven and he says, depart from me. Because I never knew you. And so we got to make sure that we are not just allowing him to use our gifts, but we're allowing him to use all of us. We are building a relationship with him. We are building a foundation with him so that he can say that he knows us. And so he can say that good and faithful servant. I want to listen when I get to heaven. I don't want him to look in that book and my name is not written there. It wouldn't make any sense for me to speak to y'all on this podcast, to prophesy, to build up women, to encourage women, to counsel women, to, to pray for people in my community, to pray for young men in my city, to do all of this stuff, work in the community and just a lot of things. Y'all, I don't want to get so busy with things that I miss the presence of God. And so he says, I didn't know you because you didn't spend time with me. Listen, we got to get back to spending time with him so that we're able to discern and pick up everything that he's saying. And so I love you all. I pray that this podcast blessed you. It was something that was on my heart. So I had to share. And so until next time, y'all keep living for Jesus. Keep living for him. Keep pleasing him. Keep serving him. Continue to want to seek him and, and learn more and more about his presence and his power. Because he has a plan for you. And so God, I pray that you would open the eyes of your people. And I pray every person. And let me say this. You may be a little offended. But I'd rather you be offended and transformed. Than for you to be coddled and stay the same.
That's not my job. That is not the job of this podcast. I made this podcast because the reality of it is, is I want God to be pleased more than man. And so God, I pray that you're pleased with this podcast. I pray that your children would hear what you have to say and that we would live it in Jesus name. And I will see you all soon. God bless you.